What up, everybody? Everybody, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What's Up Everybody podcast here with my co-host, Sweet Tiness. Tons happening this weekend, man. Lots going down. So make sure you guys stick around for the full episode because we got we got all kind we got Hope, all kinds D of concerts. We got local fights. We got big fights. We got UFC drama. We got the work. So make sure you guys stick around for the whole ep. The whole episode, people. What are we starting with, Sweet Tea? Well, this is we missed a week on the podcast. Yes. Well, Labor Day, vacay, kind of hard to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're here. We're here though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're able to do it, we do it. That's right. And we 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 hit them most weekends. We hit it most of the time. We do. Um. So you but, know, just let you guys, the fans, know that we love you. We're thinking about you constantly. Yeah, yeah. We we had we had a knockdown, drag out fight over it. Just so you know, we were really. Mm-hmm agonizing yeah i mean we brought the equipment we did we just so didn't we just weren't able to put it together whatever to yeah it, it, we just it was you know what i mean it is what it is life you know what i mean you know it's life but it's that weekend there was the tied to ivasa cyril gone fight yeah right yeah a lot of people were talking about that what, what, were, your, what were your thoughts on that i thought i mean gone did his thing but there was a there was a point there and this is how chuivasa you know how it always happens, you know, he's getting, he's getting about to get staggered. I think it's a technique that he's developed where he gets punched and he gets staggered and he does it knowing that his opponent rushes in and then he just swings in and knocks him. He did that to what? Um, Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. Well, I don't think he fakes it, but he definitely, uh, he, he, he definitely I think takes shots to land. Th- you, you think? You think? Because, I mean, when you're wobbling like that, how fast he gets his feet up underneath him after he just got wobbled. Yeah, because he's like wobbles and then he gets into stance and throws. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't know if he's really hurt. It's hard. It's it's hard to get those feet back underneath you that quick. True. I think it's a a, a, a sneaky technique. Yeah, Tactic. but gone ended up. There was a point where I thought Chuivasa was going to finish him when he knocked mm-hmm. him down. It was one of those like lean back jab or a punch swing, and he just kind of back flopped. Uh, but then it was just all gone from then on. I'm glad they stopped it because. I didn't like seeing Chuivasa take the punishment he was taking. Front kicks to the body. I think there's a picture on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it or not. <clears throat> where gone through the front kick. And it was like the Anderson Silva front kick where it was just like toe folded down. And he turned it into a fist right into Chuivasa's gut. It wasn't like toes pulled back like a perfect front kick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this. Yeah. It was more like this. You know what I mean? You Ninja guys can toes. see that on the cami. See that, guys? Yeah, I had to show y'all. Hopefully you didn't just ruin the autofocus with your foot on Oh, there. dude. Do we'll I need to check? Nah, so you're good. Okay. We'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was a good fight. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it was standing ovation at the end. People yeah. People were standing. Well, I mean, it was the, you know, it was the inaugural Paris card. Everybody just wanted to go to Paris. Yeah. Just to, so it was to the, Paris. I believe it was the first time they were in Paris for a UFC event. No and way. Then, yeah. It was the first time in UFC history they were in Paris? I'm pretty sure. What? Don't quote me on it, As but I'm like ninety seven percent sure. I mean, they've been to Russia. You figure they'd been to they would have, it would be, have been to gone you know gone to France. They had no reason to. They've been to Greenville South. There. 
heard that. They didn't really have any French fighters. Yeah. Like like legit French fighters. I mean, if you want to include. Cyril Gaon is French. French. Right. You can't do French can- Canada. No. Because then you just go to Canada. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Oh, Mont- Montreal. I don't, I don't know the vibe between you figure there'd the, be some the beef. French French and the French Canadian. Yeah. There's got to be some beef there. Why Why isn't there a, like, we should have had like GSP versus somebody from France or vice versa. I don't think there was Gone. anybody from like France, man. No. Like any real notable French fighters. Now, now, now there is. Yeah. A notable one at that. Yep. Cyril Gone, man, going back. And, and Ganu, he, you know, he, I don't know if he still claims France. He might, he might. He might start. He might have changed to Cameroon because that's where he was like born. Yeah, but he used to, you know, fight out of France because obviously they used to train, train together. together. Yeah, he speaks French, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They made it work. I mean, they I think they, they were like dabbing each other up afterwards when there was beef when they were fighting. You know? Yeah. There's always got some drama. Yeah. When you're getting ready to fight somebody, except for this guy. Two of us is tough. He's tough, and he's in a tough predicament, too, because he's a lot shorter than those guys, mm-hmm. I feel like. And he's going to have to find ways to get to the inside and land his bombs. You know? he, yeah, he does a lot of lunging and reaching, which could not play out in his favor, especially if he faces a good wrestler or good mm-hmm. counter-striker, which is Gon was. It's tough. Gon you is. look at the top four, you have Gon, great striker. You have Nganu. He's not really great at anything in terms of like martial arts skills. He's just big and powerful, and he knows how to throw punches. Who, Francis? Yeah, and Ganu. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He, you wouldn't say he's like a striker. Yeah. Or you wouldn't say he's a wrestler or a grappler, even though he did show good wrestling against Gon. But you wouldn't say, like, like he's a corner. Oh, his striking is finesse. Yeah. But he's big, he's long, and he's got power. Devastating KO. He's just, power. I think his power is just he's just strong and he's big. Yeah. And that's, that's like, like his, his thing. His thing. And then now you got John Jones in there, and you got Stipe in there. So, you know, that's a that's a rough top four for Tuivasa. <laughs> oh God. I know and he's what, five seven? Yeah. I'm just kidding. He's every bit of five, seven and a half. <laughs> no. Well we'll talk about that later when we get to the when we get to the fight. What? Um, what's his face? He's like five. Oh, eight. Chris Barnett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, five five eight missing weight, you know what I mean? That's rough. Five eight missing weight. But so yeah, we had that going on. So that was a great card. Hats off to those guys. It was huge. I mean, gone. He took his punishment too. I think he broke his hand. Yeah. There was a picture. He had like his hand broken. It was like up in a sling. Something was wrong with his leg. So Tuivasa they didn't both. didn't let him out there. He's a bulldog. Easy. Yeah. Would he be? A, he would be a, a a French French bulldog for sure. <laughs> Who gone? Or? I mean, not French. Uh, American bulldog. <laughs> American. He just bulldog. Look, if I look at him as being like a dog, it would be. It'd be like a, an English bulldog. What about a Presser Canario? I'm just saying stuff, dude. Yeah, Pressos are. They're, 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 is uh, where he's from? Was there a dog? Is there like a dog? From no, breed from I, don't, his? I don't know. Probably because I feel like every country has country their own has breeds. their own breed of dog. But uh, he just looks like an English bulldog, just like you know, just ready to. You're not English American. I mean American, American bulldog. Like maybe like a Staffy, like a Staffordshire. Yeah. Yeah, just like gone. I would say would look like a a uh, Doberman pincher. Doberman. 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 It's cool. Doberman. Doberman. Like Dover with the V. We should do that. We should just put dogs on there. What kind of dog would you be? F- French poodle. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I have no idea. Yeah, you'd, be, you'd definitely be one a French bulldog. 
A French, you know a French, French bulldog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, French, you said French, it, yeah. French are the little ones with the big ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely. You. Uh, what? No, yeah, dude. I'm definitely a freaking like just like wolf, and then whatever is immediately under tenacious wolf is me. No, dude. I'm I, like I would, as close to the wolf bloodline as no, anybody. dude. You are a uh, Neapolitan massive <laughs> Neapolitan with the skin everywhere. Yeah, you're a Neapolitan, dude. Nah, dude. I'm a. I'm definitely an English bulldog. You're an English? <laughs> yeah, you're the English bulldog. Breathing issues. <laughs> Insomnia. You hear them come from a mile away. <laughs> just ripping farts on accident. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, what would I look like? You think I'd maybe like a... You'd be like a whippet. For real? A whippet? Like Damn, whip I'm getting crushed. I just gotta be. I just gotta run from y'all. Yeah, it's usually run. what you do. That's so, so like your whole thing. Yeah. Running. Just running. 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 Zippity zippity mm-hmm. zap. You know, piece them up mm-hmm. with my beak-like mouth. Mm-hmm. Only be able to kill rats and bunnies. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like yeah. the cheetah of the the dog realm. Cheetahs just get bullied around. Whip is getting. Yeah. I figure they just get bullied. You go to a dog park. Whip is always like yeah. getting yelled. Like just frail running. and annoying yeah. a little bit. But they are super agile. I can jump. So. Mm-hmm. Me, I'll Perfect. take it. I'll rock it. So that's it for your for your for this segment of fighters as dogs. <laughs> Moving on to uh, this past weekend was incredible, guys. Y'all had no idea. One of the most legendary weekends I've had, in, if not the most, yeah, in my life. I don't know if WB can say that, but we had some pretty awesome weekends. But let. What what do we do this weekend, man? Well, okay, there's several things happening this weekend. Number one, um, let's let's take it back to UFC International Fight Week. We're sitting there. It's me, Sweet T. You have Chris Weidman and his two boys, CJ and uh, Colton. And I look up. We're like two rows, maybe from the front. We're there. We're two rows from where they get like uh, patted down before they step into the cage. Yeah. So we're like right there. We're we're one yeah yeah we're on the second row yeah, yeah. and um you know because only like the, the people that matter are on the first row yeah you know so we're if you're if row. you're outside of the top five you have to sit on the second row yeah I used we used to be there on that first row we used to be there we have to work our way back up there mm-hmm. um anyway so I look up and there was a photographer there I was like you you my man Taylor he's like I need I need to talk to you after that Jack Black wants to talk to you I'm like no freaking way are you kidding me. Anyway, and real could, quick, if you don't know who Jack Black is, first off, slap, slap yourself. yourself. Secondly, he is a founding member of the band, legendary band Tenacious D, not to mention a big-time actor, played in the newest Jumanji movies. He is the heavier The voice of Kung guy. Fu Panda. The voice of Kung, Kung Fu Panda, Shallow How, ja- In the uh, Flesh. Uh, School of Rock. School of Rock. Just a legend, legend, uh, legend. So, you know, the funniest guy you will probably ever meet. But anyway, he's awesome. After the fight, you know, fast forward. Oh, and not to mention, he sings the song Wonder Boy that WB walks out to. So, OK, so you kind of go where we're going with this. Um, after the fights are over, we're in the back. And my man Taylor was like, bro, I want to get him on right now. FaceTime him. You know, he FaceTimes him once. He doesn't answer. FaceTimes him the second time. Picks up. I get to sit there and have a conversation with Jack Black via FaceTime. 
um, inviting us to one of his Tenacious D concerts. Now, go to Spotify right now. Type in Tenacious D and just press play and just listen. With a bit of warning, it's <laughs> yeah. explicit content. So, you know, adults, you, you yeah. know, yeah. if you have children, you obviously don't against don't do it, it, but you're, you're their parent. But you now, can listen even, to Wonder Boy. You, you can, can listen, listen to Wonder Boy. It's like one of the only clean songs that, exactly. that they do. But um, <clears throat> even before that, though, I've totally forgot about this. Steven's fighting Gilbert Burns. This is kind of how it all kicked off. Steven's fighting Gilbert Burns, and Jack Black goes live because he's watching Steven fight Gilbert Burns, and he realized, holy crap, this guy walked out to Wonder Boy, and his nickname is Wonder Boy. And then he posted up on his Instagram. So that's kind of how it all got kicked <laughs> yeah, off. He's like, well, he's not doing too great, but I'm cheering for you, Wonder he's Boy. Like, Let's go, Wonder Boy. <laughs> I, just got, I just gotten taken down by Gilbert. Yeah, you're like uh, up against the cage or something. But So that's where it really started. And then we moved to International Fight Week shenanigans and then boom. to the FaceTime part. So um, we were invited to his concert in Wilmington, North Carolina. Beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. Outside really cool. venue. Right on the water. Man, we show up. My man Taylor is the one that just rock this for us you know he's photographer for jack black for the rock for the ufc and the guy's just crushing it and he killing definitely it. crushed killing it. without him it wouldn't have been made possible he's Thank awesome you. check him out instagram he, he does all of jack's taylor stevens social media taylor stevens you know so he's got cool content we go out there we drive down four hours away we do a roadie road trip which we so haven't done in a while. We haven't done that in a while. Last time we did that was when we were going to Brazil, I think. No, you're the wedding with uh, uh, Danny Salinas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, How did uh, you go from Brazil to? I don't know because we were we did a road trip to Brazil to get our we did. passport or thing or whatever. Oh, you mean for Brazil? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, went a road trip to Atlanta to yeah. get yeah, yeah, yeah for Brazil. So uh, man, we show up Friday, and. It was just a blur at this point. There were so many cool things that happened. We got we got there about two hours before the show started. We went up, and I, we're literally, my, we meet my man Taylor, me and Sweet T. I'm, like, nervous, man, because I've been such a fan. We watched Pick a Destiny in 2006 in theater. Me, you, and uh, Blasco. And... Uh, so we've just been a big fan of these guys ever since, and a big fan of Tenacious D because, you know, I walk out to a song, so you obviously I know I'm familiar with him. So we're walking down the hall, going to his room, and my buddy Taylor's got the camera on, and he's like, walk in. Before I even hit the doorknob, Jack Black's playing the the notes to Wonder Boy before I, on his guitar before I walk in. In like his, war- in like his dressing room. Yeah. And I walk in. This dude has got a beard, you know. He's like all smiles. And he is just like you would think he is in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, just his whole demeanor, his whole, he was just at all that I was, he was just honored that I was there and I was honored to be there. It was cool. He made it his treat. He treated us like we were like, we've known each other for years. Yeah. So got to chat with him. Jables had just, I mean, uh, uh, KG just went back to the hotel to chill for a bit. If you don't know who KG is, KG is the second half of the band Tenacious D, Best Bros with Jack Black. Um, and he's also played in iconic movies such as Elf. Yes, and uh, Year One. <laughs> and Year One. <laughs> With Jack Black, that was the funniest yep. movie ever. So, really cool guy as well. Kyle Gass. Check him out on Instagram as well. So, we just got that, man. We got to go out on stage, behind the stage. He pulls me out. 
while he sings Wonder Boy, he they're playing on guitar in front of all thousands of people. There's like seven thousand people there in this crowd. It was a smaller venue, but it was, it was packed, packed, and everybody was hardcore fans of the D. It was <laughs> amazing. So I go out, and he's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Wonder Boy," and I walk. He out. said, "Ladies and gentlemen, UFC legend, yeah, Wonder Boy." <laughs> Oh, and I walk out, man. I do some shadow box. I do like a backflip, and I point at him, like bow to him, and I walked off. Anyway, it was epic. He pulls me out like three, three times. Yeah, dude. And then he would come off like he would do different segments where he would step off the side of the cage to let other band members kind of showcase themselves. And every time he stepped off the stepped off the stage, he was dapping WB up. WB was giving him water, like his yeah. He's like, "You roadie now, bro? I'm, yeah. like, I'm a roadie, man. Like, we'll see you. We'll see you at the next show. Yeah. Um, it was just epic. All right, it's just it was epic, and you know I've met a lot of stars in my life, especially through the UFC and just do all the traveling and stuff. But that makes that's the top. That's the top. Yeah, that's uh, it's destiny. And then we got to shoot some cool content. Yeah, it may or may may or may not be up by the time that this podcast releases. I don't think it will be, but. Don't worry, we're going to be getting some content from that whole thing up, whether it be on YouTube or WB social media or Jack's social media. But uh, dude, afterwards, man, we got we go we go into the back. This dude's drenched. He's sweating. It's so funny how different him and Kyle Gass are. He's drenched. He's doing all the stuff, and Kyle Gass not even sweating. Just not even still not smelling a, not a good drop. after the con. Yeah, I know. He still has got cologne on. And Jack's just out there putting on a show. You know oh, how yeah. Jack? He's so dramatic when he's out, just kicking and dancing and. He was awesome. But uh, we're out there back there eating, and he shares. Just grubbing with him. Yeah, just grubbing. Concocting special sauces. Dude, yeah, his special sauce. It looked you delicious. You can't, you can't, I can't give the I ingredients because if they decide to make a sauce out of it, you know can't what I mean? Yeah. The D. The D sauce. They have their own fiber bar. They do <laughs> Go have Go check their out own that commercial, bar. y'all. <laughs> the D sauce. <laughs> That's what they should call it. Sauces of the D. The D sauce. Yeah. But uh, that was just epic, man. So shout out to Jack Black, Kyle Gass, and my man Taylor Stevens. And they were rocking the whole time. They did not take a break. They didn't. Nope. They encored. They came out and sang two more songs. They, they were went just crushing it. And the same, what makes Jack so special, and I feel like I can call him Jack because, you know, we're close. <laughs> <sighs> JB, Jables. What makes him so special is his little quirky things that he does. And and that's him too. Like yeah. he does the same quirky stuff when he performs. He does the same quirky stuff in the movies. In in real life, he talks th that way. Like he was. He's like, hey man, you guys hungry? He's like, I don't know how you guys feel about baked potatoes, but they got some sweet baked potatoes downstairs. <laughs> baked potatoes is short for baked potatoes. You know, in case you didn't know. So of course we enjoyed some baked potatoes pre-show. They were delicious. courtesy of Jables and the crew. They had a spread Gave down there, too. Gave us some merch. Oh, dude, the merch. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, uh, it was It was, It was. was an epic night. We didn't get in until about 12 o'clock, I think. Yeah. You know? Um, so that was just, that was just, we were just like, ah, on cloud nine, just to be able mm -hmm. to just hang out with those guys. And them to be the way that we always thought they would be, and them being that way was just. That way, exactly. I, I will say KG is a little more chill than I originally anticipated. He very anticipated. chill. He was very, very laid back. I feel like, I, I thought maybe because he's been with Jack for so long that he would kind of be the same way. But now that I think about it, it's probably good that he's super chill. That's why so they that work they're not so well. like, Yeah. 
they're not like you know of course yeah. they might have they've been they've been rocking for the longest time i mean what uh jack is 52 Two? and jable uh J- kg is 62 yeah so they're still rocking and rocking rolling. and rolling freaking awesome then the next day we uh drive to charlotte we could see the old charlotte fc play for the first time yeah it was really cool in the bank of america stadium it was we, a crazy we got, weekend. we got to go to the vault backstage like, for that too or understage or backfield yeah, side whatever field. you call it but that was um, fun yeah man it was a cool time and again shout out taylor hooking that up but the whole Jack Black thing. and Oh, yeah, the goal. The goal is to get those guys out to Steven's next fight. And the ultimate goal is to have them perform Tenacious uh, Wonder Boy as WB walks out. And that's a lot easier said than done. It's only been done, I think, one time, and that's when Connor walked out to mm-hmm. his deal. But, hey, at the very least, we need Jables and KG cage side. For WB's next fight. Yeah, even if they don't walk out, just as long as they're there. Just there. That's right. Being a part of the crew. Yep. Maybe even corner them. Oh, yeah, just corner me. <laughs> they corner me. <laughs> Those guys corner me. He's in the side just throwing snap kicks. Just do that. Just yeah, go yeah. through and snap kick. He can oh, be man. your Steven Seagal. You know, yeah. Seagal. See, He'll be Jack can be my Seagal. In my opinion, he had a better technically sound front kick than, than Steven Seagal. Than Steven did. Yeah. he did. Then I did, you mean? No, Mr. Seagal. Well, oh, oh that, oh, yeah, Steven. Forgot, yeah. Yeah. forgot his name was Steven. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was just, that was fun. That was, that was a ep- epic night. Fantastic weekend. I got to go to a Bucky's on the yeah, way up. Yeah, man, way never down, been to a Bucky's. Never been to a <clears throat> Bucky's before, but apparently they're all the rage. If you don't know what a Bucky's is, it is essentially a gas station slash supermarket superstore. It's not like one of those, okay, there's a Walmart with like eight pumps in front of it. It was like a hundred pumps. Dude, it was had like a dang pottery barn in there. Yeah, dude. Full blown barbecue <clears throat> station. Yeah, they, they had. It was crazy. I just needed to go to the restroom. And yeah, it was, yeah. I had to walk through the maze of Bucky's just to go tinkle. But uh, <laughs> if you haven't experienced a Bucky's, it's a must. It's a must. It, it, I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay and look around. <clears throat> we had a tight schedule. Yeah, we had to, we had to make we had it. places to go. People, but to they see. even had a statue of the Bucky's Beaver out front, mm-hmm. clean, or otter, it was clean. as you like to call it. It was packed. <clears throat> it was, man, I, <clears throat> I got something going on, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> clear yeah. the the their airway. But yeah, Bucky's was cool. What else we do? I we go back see Mister Ballin go. for like four and a half oh, hours. Oh my gosh. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, man, thanks for the merch, Mr. Ballin. If you haven't checked out Mr. Ballin's merch, check it out. You can go to Pitch Black Fight Shop, cop this merch, and then go. Oh, we're wearing, we're literally wearing same the same thing. Shirt. You're Red Ranger, I'm Blue Ranger. That's right. And then head over to Mr. Ballin's, get him some merch. Get some merch for him. And then go over to Jack Black and get some merch from him. <laughs> yeah. Just do a merch sweep. You know what I mean? It was fun. And then go to Bucky's. And then, and then wear it all to Bucky's. Yeah. Where all the merch to bucks. That was our weekend. It was nuts. Nuts. And then we're back right here, back at it. Shooting content, filming and wilming. Talking about this. In the meantime, as we're traveling through South Carolina over to Wilmington, the drama 
of UFC 279, which started the night before at the press conference, just continues. We're making phone calls. We're getting calls from people about this. In the most crazy way, never been done before, ever in the history of the UFC, taking place in the meantime. Yeah, weigh-ins happened. There was, I mean, how many people lost, you know, didn't make weight? Like, like There four, was at least five people? four people that didn't make weight that I remember. Okay. Off the top so, of to, my dome. To, to start off, yeah, the two ladies that were fighting each other, none of them made weight, right? And they agreed the day of weigh-ins to do a catch-weight fight. Yep. So, what Which, is... What, what, okay, I what, guess. Yeah, what happens well, there? Doesn't everybody just do that? Exactly. Hey, dude, I don't feel like cutting weight. You don't feel like cutting weight. Let's just fight each other at this weight. You know what I mean? My next opponent, let's do that. Dude. Yeah, apparently once, it can happen. Yeah. Oh, dude, 70s is terrible. But anyway, you had um, the heavyweight. Beast Boy. Beast Boy. 5'8", missing weight. Missing weight, missing weight. Um, and then you had Humzat, which was the crazy. And it, what's crazy is after he beats Kevin Holland, right, first round, he's just all over social media, right? Like everybody forgot that he didn't make weight. You yeah, know what I mean? it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a non-essential doesn't matter. He got to he got the show. He got the show money. He got the win money. He got the hype. He got the win. He's he probably got, gonna he fight got for that the belt too? next. I guess because he fought somebody that was on a catch weight, because this way he didn't have to So we got we gotta get into all of that. Gosh, what so so first things first, you have the press conference. That doesn't happen. Because supposedly there's just like insanity going on in the back. They made it sound like people were getting toe up. Like getting back murdered. there, and they had to cancel the press conference, which had never been done. And poor Li Jing Liang, all he wanted to do was show off his suit. <laughs> you know, shout out UFC nice embedded. And so Dana White comes out. There's commotion in the back. Dana White comes out. Hey, for everybody's safety, we have to cancel the presser. We're like that. Is so we're thinking that there is a full blown war happening back there between Kevin Holland's crew, Hamzat's crew. There was word of Paulo Costa being back there. And all that drama. And then Nate Diaz's crew. So it's like, okay, understandable. You know, on to the next. So that happens Thursday night. And then we roll over into Friday. So so there was rumors coming out on Thursday about what had happened. Right? Ariel, Ariel Hawani went live or he did a video. He's like, okay, here's what happened. So rumor has it was Kevin Holland or, or Paulo Costa and Hamzat were, were exchanging words. Don't know why Paulo Costa was back there, but he was. And then Kevin Holland's crew comes in, and they're getting into it. And then a manager steps in between them two. Um, and then Nate Diaz's crew rolls in, and, and then they see this manager standing over next to Hamza, which Nate Diaz's crew thought this manager was cool with them. And then they start throwing water bottles, and it was just a madhouse. Well, when you say crew, and when they say crew, you're – when when it's at, when you're doing the 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 pressers, you're only allowed like a coach to come with you. You know what I mean? If like, your name's not Nate Diaz, or I guess. Not. Like, you know, I've never been to the bag where there've been like a crew of people with one person. You know what yeah. I mean? So where does this? Where does these these crews come? Are they waiting in the back? Like they sneak in somehow? And that was another thing. Ariel Ariel was saying was like, where was the security? Why? Why was all these? Why were all these people allowed back there? Now I have my security. thoughts about this whole thing coming from me, as an innocent bystander, who's kind of been in the in the game or familiar with the game for a while. But you know, b- before we get into that, so all that happens, press conference gets canceled. Okay, 
It is what it is. Next day rolls around. To reverse a little bit, this whole UFC 279 card was crazy to begin with. They had no fights on it. Yeah. It was like last minute. It was almost like a forgotten about card. There wasn't a title fight. It was purely headlined by Packing the most mis- mismatched minute. fight on the history of the planet in most people's eyes, Hamzat and Nate Diaz. Co-main event by Li Jing Liang, who's a great guy, but, I mean, he's, you know, and then Tony Ferguson, who's on a rough streak coming up. It was just like a, the craziest, weirdest card happening. Okay, you had, a, you had a catch weight for two 170 years. That's mm-hmm. 10 pounds heavier than normal. I thought catch weights were like, okay, we can't make 170, so let's do 175 or 176. Yeah. Not a full 10 pounds heavier let's than normal. Let's go 180. Yeah. Shoot, let's just do 200 and nobody do anything. You know, it was just weird. So then the Friday rolls around, and then the people start weighing in. You had the two females that yes. WB was talking about who missed weight and agreed to a catch weight on the spot. Now, with all that being said, I haven't – dove into the rabbit hole of all this so i don't know if if they actually were able to fight at catch weight i don't know if they were forced to make the way i don't know but that's what happened in real time and then beast boy misses weight Mm -hmm. heavyweight he weighs in at 267 i think which is incredible um and then you have hamzat rolling up in there missing weight by seven and a half pounds acting like no whatever i'm not even gonna try he didn't. He didn't look. I know when Dana was saying like, what doctor was like was in there and telling me he can't cut weight anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, was he able to start putting fluids back in his body then? I don't. You know, know what I mean? Because he looked. I, I I know what it's like to cut the weight and what people look like when they cut weight. He didn't look sunk down at all. Like he even tried to to get down in weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can see it, and yeah. you can see the energy that he had up there. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And then, yeah, he was super nonchalant about it, about missing the weight, which was just like a, you know, slap in the face. Of course, Diaz shows up. He hits 171. He makes the mark. So the whole fight card is just up in the air at this point. No one knows what's going to happen. Is Hamza going to fight? Is the main event going to take place? And if it did, now you got Hamza with the crazier weight advantage. So everybody's mm-hmm. just like, what the heck is going on? Is Li Jing Liang and Tony Ferguson going to become the main event? So it was like, wow, we're driving up. We're, we're getting all the bits, bits and pieces of the information coming in. And then they finally do this whole hodgepodge of fighters. Yeah. Tony Ferguson Mixed fighting match. Nate Diaz, which in my opinion was the, the better matchup. Way better. And, and, and the way all the fights worked out was almost like this is how it should have been from the beginning. Yeah, was this planned? This is how these fights should have worked out from the get-go. Yeah. If you're if you're like a if you're looking if you're a matchmaker looking at it yeah it's how it should have gone this is how this is this is ended up working out better so which makes me think in my head like what else is going on here this just worked out too perfectly for everybody yeah you had Tony Ferguson fight Nate Diaz at 171 which is great for both of those guys okay I thought Lee Jing Liang was going to be able to school Tony Ferguson because. He's huge. He's good. He's got the power. He's, he's you know, Tony Ferguson's been looking a little rough lately. Losing the elite competition, but still rough. So that's a great fight for those two guys. Yeah. More entertaining from everybody. Like, I would love to watch that fight. Then you had Hamzat and Kevin Holland put together. In a five-round co-main event, Kevin Holland, who originally agreed to a catchweight at 180, Yep. Which is huge. 
And then you have Hamzat making weight at 178, which isn't that much under 180. I think Kevin Holland actually weighed in at 179 in like in a half, 179 and a half. Got you. And so then that close. worked out perfectly. Perfect. And really the only one that got the short end of the stick here was Liang. Yeah. Because he made weight at 171, but then he had to fight Daniel Rodriguez, who only made weight at 180. So yeah. there was that whole deal. There was just, there was just dropping bows on Lee Jing Liang yeah, the entire time. Yeah, he didn't time. get to show off his suit. He fought a guy who weighed in 10 pounds heavier than him, and then he went from being co-main event fighting a legend to fighting just a fellow welterweight. Yep. On the he didn't get up. to wear a suit. He didn't. He got to wear it for the brief moment of him walking from the bus <laughs> into yeah. the arena. Yeah, but he's got a nice. And then he got screwed out of a decision, which a lot of people believed he won the fight. So, man, crazy weekend, man, crazy weekend. I mean, you want to get you want to get into the fights, at least the main event. Well, what are your thoughts on that whole deal? I okay, so I see where you're coming from. How it could be like maybe the UFC trying to hype it up. Maybe they weren't getting as much buys as they thought. Maybe uh, my thinking is that it was just their way of saving the car because Nate Diaz was not going to fight Hamzad at that weight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for them to save the card and without people having to, you know, drop out and, you know, if uh, and people were there to see Hamzad or see Nate. So if neither one of those guys can fight, they lose the viewers. So they just had to do a little bit of switcheroo, which... You know, it, I'm glad the guys that were in the top were were game because most people would be like, you know what, if I'm not fighting my opponent, that's who I prepared for, I'm not going to fight. You know, they were all gamers, man. You got Nate, who's a gamer, Tony Ferguson, who's a gamer, Kevin Holland, who's a gamer. They didn't care. Hamza, they didn't care who they fought. They just wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. So I think it, I can see where it comes, where you're coming from, but I can also see them just, oh, I'm just, we just got to save this card, you know? But that, like you said, there's too much happening, too perf, too perfect. Yeah, with all that chaos, and it happened to be perfect. Everything that, worked out perfectly. Yeah, but what was the whole idea? Just to get viewers, if there was some. My, my thinking was, is it was a sketchy card to begin with. I mean, they were, you know, they were trying, they were adding so many last minute fights. They to wanted that me to card. fight in like four weeks' notice. Four weeks' notice. Like, Did no, they propose yeah. a, a catchweight for you at that, at that fight? No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they didn't say, "Hey, four weeks," but he'll be able to fight at a catch weight. Then that changes things because, like, okay, I don't have to cut weight. I don't have to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep. That's more considerate, considerable. But if they didn't even present that to you, then that's weird. So you had that. There's not a title fight on it. The most mismatched fight in history, and and every all the fans were letting the UFC know, like, this is a. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not going to buy this card to watch this. We know what's going to happen. I'm not going to mm-hmm. spend 75 bucks on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was it was, just, it was wild. It was weird, and it worked out too perfectly. There, so much buzz just right there at the end being created for that card. I don't know the numbers on it yet. Those haven't come out yet, I don't think, but I just – I think it was a good one. I think they got it. They I got think it was a little, a little fishy. yeah. When it, and then you have Hamza, like like you know Conor McGregor tweeted, he shouldn't even fight on the card. Yeah, he didn't yeah. try. He missed weight by seven and a half pounds. Didn't even care. The smirk afterwards. Yeah. Then he was making jokes on social media. He's but like, guess what? He still got to fight. He still got his money. Yep. He still got his notoriety. He'll probably fight for the title next. Yeah, hundred percent. Same thing happened. It's funny because you know he's like good buzz with 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 Till because he Till did the same thing to me. Darren, Darren Till did the same thing to you. Now he actually. 
got down to 174 or whatever it was. Yeah. But he missed weight. Had an hour to is what it is what it is. Yeah. You know, beat you in that fight and then immediately fight for the belt afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no one even – no one really – it doesn't matter if you miss weight. Nope. You find 30%, okay, but I still get to get my win. I still get to get my up in the rankings. Yeah. There's just a lot of shenanigans. What do you think they should do when a guy opinion. misses weight by that much? He, sh- he should he, – he, I mean, he, he signed a contract to fight at a specific weight. Boom. You know, 30% is nothing, especially if you're giving somebody 30% of, an, of a contract – that you know is going to be re- – you know what I mean? Like it's worth it. Yeah. 30%. If I'm on the come up, and this is this – is, if I'm on the come up, it's worth it to to give you 30% of my purse if I'm still going to go up in the rankings and be yeah. able to fight for a title where, I, where the money is to be made. Yeah. It, it, it makes sense to kind of go to the extreme to make sure that, that it doesn't happen. So, you know, you miss weight, you don't fight, and you don't get paid. Or yeah. the guy that does make weight, he still gets paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right now, if that fight doesn't happen, neither one of those guys get paid. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like go to the extreme to 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 make sure that it doesn't happen or people more apt not to like, oh, you know what I mean? And then what you'll start to see happening maybe is you'll start to see have people fight at their natural weight. Yeah. Start Because, you know, they don't want to risk missing weight. So then they'll start wanting to fight, compete more at their natural weight. You'll yeah. still have the few who take extreme weight cuts and stuff like that. But – you know, I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Could just be talking out of my butt here, but that's kind of. I don't my think so, dude. About it. You know, I think I think uh, your butt is right. If that's the case, I got a correct butt. Yeah, your butt is correct. <laughs> so, it was wild, man. Crazy. So now we can get into the fights. Let's do it. And the results, and how everything played out again. So just kicking off the main card, Johnny Walker getting the W over Kutalaba. First round. First round, rear nakey wakey. Yeah. That was good because he was kind of like on a, on a losing streak, right? He was kind of sketching out a little bit yeah. right there. He was he was having some struggs. Then he had a mean liver kick bro, from bro, her back. Up kick. Woo. Taking, you know, nuts. Now, was he training with Hamzat? I saw some pictures of those. Maybe that was just there at the PI. They were just kind of cutting Maybe. away. I was on the next fight, though. Okay. <laughs> the the Aldana fight, Irene Aldana finished Macy Kiesen. That was the a, fight, right? That was the fight where the, the liver. They didn't make weight, correct? Is that them? I don't know. I think it was two early prelims. Oh, okay, gotcha, the Norma gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. and the Danielle Wolf. Ah, uh, okay. I think, or it could have been Melissa. And, Go- and yeah. I don't remember who the names were. I just remember yeah. them missing weight and then catch weight in it. Okay. So I've never seen a liver kick finish from from the back. Oh, I know that was weird. So Aldana got the finish there, um, and then you have Liang Rodriguez, where split decision, is controversial, split decision for Rodriguez. Now, if you're looking at the stats, Rodriguez should have won the fight. If you're going strictly off stats. Full fight. He landed more total strikes. I mean, not a lot. Only 89. Liang got a takedown. Um, of the 89 strikes, he had 88 significant strikes. 
So, you know, I heard this fight got some booze, too. I didn't yeah. buy the card. I didn't was see. That, we were on our way back from Yeah, was it slow? From traveling. What, what do you guys say? We want to know your comments, to, uh, what, what they are. Well, who do you think won that fight, Rodriguez or Li Jing Liang? According to the stacks, it looked like a pretty slow fight. I mean, 89 total strikes for a fight is pretty wow. for a three-round fight is pretty low. Yeah, that is that is low. Total total strikes for be the like full fight, 89 strikes. Yeah, yeah. Was wow. with Rodriguez is it only 70, only 78 from. I mean, landed. I think landed. Yeah, okay. Only 78. Why? Why do you think that? Maybe maybe because they weren't expecting to fight each other. They just didn't know how each other were going to. You know, react or yeah. You have a fight. whole camp preparing for one person, yeah. And then you immediately switch. And you're like, okay, it totally. MMA is so mental, especially that close to a to a fight. It's like, just throws you off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you got the co-main event, which was just immediately. So what? So what? Two so minutes what? and thirteen seconds. Goes the high five and comes out just straight. And no, 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 doesn't even go to high five. He does like a little fake jab and then shoots, changes levels. And he just has a hold of Kevin Holland the the rest of the fight. Yeah, that's all. Like, it was. I went back and watched the, the the Burns fight. Same thing, kind of walks in, throws a punch right into a. He right did into he did the same thing to Li Jing Liang, mm -hmm. you know, uh, like I think it was a right hand or a left hand right into a shot. So that's I that's mean, his mo right there. You got to be ready for that jump knee. Now if you pull it off, you know whatevs. But it looked like it was fast. Yeah, it he was quick. He quick. he was not messing around with the hands. He went in, went straight for the shot, got a hold of uh, Kevin Holland, and it is what it is. Yep. Now, you know, kudos to Kevin Holland for taking the fight and this, that, and the other, but he was training for Daniel Rodriguez. Yeah. Daniel Rodriguez is known as a striker. He's got some submissions and stuff, but he likes to stand and bang it out. Hamzat does not like to do that. So it is a completely different, one opposite ends of the spectrum fight. Not to mention Hamzat. It's not like Hamzat is a casual wrestler. He is a great wrestler. Yeah. Strong dude. Good. Powerful. Yeah. They say he throws around like 185ers. And and Kevin Holland is like, all right, I'll fight him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> He's game, dude. I don't know. Maybe maybe there was some uh, incentive for that to happen. Maybe the UFC was throwing some extra cash around. Yeah, well, you know, now he's got his first loss at welterweight, and Hamzat's probably fighting for the belt next. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what to say to that, man. Like, but it's the UFC. Mm-hmm. Seen a lot of that lately. So, or unless they make him fight at 185, which in that case, you know, set up him versus he Paulo Costa. Weight. Yeah, that set would be that crazy. fight up. Hamzat said he doesn't want to fight Robert because he likes Robert and he's a Whitaker. He's a, yeah, yeah. And Whitaker's strong and he's got good takedown defense. Yeah, put him up against Paulo. Probably, that would yeah. be a huge I mean, fight. strong. I mean, look at Apollo. What are you talking about? Apollo? Yeah, yeah. Apollo. That's what I'm saying. So, you He's know. jacked. Yeah. Um, so you had that. He just controlled him the whole fight. Ended up getting either a Darcy or an Anaconda. Um, it just says submission right here. You know, they're very similar strikes. He absorbed zero strikes, Shemaev. He only threw one strike. Or... He only landed one strike. Was that the one he threw before he shot in? No, I think he hit him on the ground or oh, something. Okay. And then he got two of five takedowns. And but see that he was fresh. I mean, so was Kevin Holland. And people were like, you know, well, when he fought Gilbert, he was depleted. He was what, well, yeah, because he had to make weight. 
Yeah. He if he, if you're, you know, he chose to make 171, so of course he's going to be depleted. As and so was Gilbert. Else. Yeah. You know, Kevin Holland wasn't depleted. He only had to weigh in at 180. But <clears throat> he he either needs to not be depleted and fight at 185 or run the risk of being depleted and cut to 170. Mm-hmm. That those are his two options. Yeah, I mean, he, he's... Yeah. Right? Like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, well, you know, the reason he didn't do good against Burns was because he was depleted. Like, well, so was Gilbert. That's what everybody... That's what and we that's all what, do. That's the whole deal. Yeah. That's what it is. You got to make 170. So he didn't do well at 170. So he either needs to... Go up. Go up or change his regimen or whatever. Yeah. Make it. Make the weight. Make the weight. So you had that fight... You know, just constant grappling, ended up finishing them with 221 in the first, 213 in the first yeah. round. And then the main event, which was great main event, two OGs beating each other up, Nate Diaz talking smack, he look, stopping he looked, in the middle of the fight, yeah. telling Dana White how much the rock shoes sucked. <laughs> like Walking dude, off, he, take a breather. I used to not like Nate Diaz because he was like the OG – of disrespect in the cage. Yeah. You know, flipping you off and just being like, ah. And that was back when <clears throat> there wasn't a whole lot of that. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're kind of like. But why is he doing that? So disrespectful. But like, now it's like, it's who he is. Yeah. That's who he is. As a person. As to a the person. Core, you got to respect it. You know, I, I, I like it too because he just, you know. He he flips everybody like he, off everybody. The UFC, mm -hmm. his opponent, like, he just don't care. The Rock, The Rock, like everybody. He just he doesn't care. He really is just that's just who he is, man. He's about his. The only person he has <clears throat> clean interactions with is Nick. Yeah, it's cool brother. to see them like the the pre fight stuff was they were they were drilling inside of a Starbucks. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like they were constantly working and and. It was it's really cool to see. So I'm a big yeah. fan of Nate Diaz. Um and it's gonna be interesting to see what he does next. You know, you know Jake who, Paul's already trying to like hop on the Nate Diaz show, but like Yeah. Chill. You know what I mean? You know who was all quiet throughout this entire thing was Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he was, he was pretty just, chill. Uh, yeah, very pretty and normally he's not. He's mm -hmm. just more you know, at the top of the top of the show, mm -hmm. making all kinds of noise, but he was fairly quiet. But it was I'm glad they switched it up, made out for better fights for sure. But you know, Nate's an OG. It was his last fight, huh? Connor trying last to trying to get a, his, another trilogy. Contract. Yeah, they immediately started going in on that. You know, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Nate's got great leverage because I mean that show, everybody there was there for Nate Diaz. Yeah. Everybody wanted Nate Diaz to, to fight and win. Everybody loved it. So he's the the ball is in his court for sure in terms of he's got the leverage. The, he's got so the power he's right got now. the power right now. Connor wants a piece of that. <clears throat> yep. I mean, it is. They, they still have a third one. They to do. do. I know, man. They do one. Wait, because you know Connor won one. Nate won the first one. Connor won the second one. Where is the? How are you one? just not gonna have the trilogy? Of, right. Who's going to be the baddest? And, yeah. Now's the time to do it. Yeah. You got Nate coming off a win. Connor, who's been, you know, lifting, getting huge. Like, what's he going to be like when he returns? Getting yacked. So, his hype is, is working his way back up to the 
peak hypeness. Yep. And they can do, they can pull it off, probably have one of the biggest fight cards of the year. Of ever. Uh, ever. Beat Khabib McGregor. They did like two point something million pay-per-view buys, which is insane. This, this would, would be the. At this point, after this. After it, all of this. All of this, it would be nuts. It would be so huge. People will be willing. People would throw money on that left and right just to watch mm -hmm. it. So, got to make that happen. Dang. That's the drama. Yeah. I was just talking a lot there, but. You were. Dude, I just over here just listening. It's my thoughts. Conspiracy. We like we're all about some conspiracies. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. Oh, we had two of our guys fight this weekend. <laughs> two Close of our guys show, after yeah. all that. You know what I mean? Weston Wilson got a first-round submission. I think mm -hmm. it was first round. Yep. And Romano, both okay. pros, got a first-round submission. Second round. Second-round submission. Second submission. Like 50 seconds into the second round. Yeah. So, hats off to those guys. Sub. Congratulations, Team Pitch Black. But That's other than right. that, man, it was great. Great, great weekend. Yeah. Crazy, Crazy weekend. Crazy weekend. Let us know your thoughts on all of it. All of it, guys. Thanks for tuning in, Sweet Tea. Tell me they can find us. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Hit us up. Look us up. Review us. Like us. We wanna, love y'all. Want to know your thoughts on this entire weekend, guys. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you listening and hanging out. Catch y'all later, Sweet Tea. Have a good one, dude. Oh, I will. Peace. Peace. See you.